hello, hello. Talking ears, little JP for me. Check, check, one, two. Beautiful. All right, you guys, welcome back to Jameson on the Rocks podcast. Jameson oh, on the sick, Rocks. we're doing this. Hang on, let me let me concede. We're I'm, so I'm stoked. It's <laughs> good died. to see you. How the hell have y'all been, man? We're good, dude. We're good. We came uh, came from Savannah last night. Yeah. Uh, got right. here around right. noon, started sound checking. It's a fucking scorcher out yeah, there. Yeah, it's a scorcher. Scorcher in Statesboro. Yeah. Um, How was the driving in New Orleans? It wasn't bad. We we hit a bunch of traffic right outside of... We didn't do Atlanta. We went uh, I-10 the whole way. Okay. God's Highway. Is that the uh, Went for probably about 700 miles. But we hit some traffic right around Tallahassee uh-huh. and had to take like a 40-minute detour. It set us back. We got in really late, but we're here. I didn't realize it brings you all through Florida. Huh? You said Tallahassee, Florida? Yeah. Yeah, it goes, fuck, it goes Dude, straight. I-10, I-10, we take I-10 literally from New Orleans. Every time? To pretty much Jacksonville, yeah. Okay. I mean, you go to Savannah. Yeah. When we go to just to Statesboro, it's easier to go. You take I-10 up to 65, uh-huh. 65 to 85. You go below Atlanta, you hop on 16, you're in Statesboro. That makes sense, that makes sense. Does that got y'all wanting to move to Savannah now? I mean, Josh only had a few-hour trek. You guys are trekking it. about I 11. A few hours, dude. It was 40 minutes from Savannah. 40 oh, minutes really? from Savannah yeah, to get so here, man. Uh, it's fun. Well, I... We might make a move. We might not. Might not. Uh, I mean, that's a big Savannah, move. Savannah was cool for me because it allowed me uh, to network yeah. more for these guys while like not having to have the whole band out there. Uh-huh. Um, and we have a really good network in Savannah regardless. Uh-huh. Um, it kind of like it makes sense. Once you said it, I was a little surprised. But at the same time, I was like, I mean, most of your bookings are in this area, right? right. Kind yeah. of. Mm, some of the. Kind of. Some of the like we do like a lot of high high key things here like you know when we play here or when we play in savannah we do get a pretty big audience and so like yeah. we have like a really good following like a strong following yeah. out here and so being able to like for him to play around savannah that's huge because he does yeah. you know he markets the band as well as Why? you know it's just it's work okay so we're gonna all right we might have to move this to the green room oh you good you're good all right uh, let's, about who's about a sound check somebody who oh goats they wait they're moving message? it in is it about to well, rain? Well, let's just let's scrap it then, and then, yeah, uh, and that's then we'll fine. put it inside. Let's do that. Oh, yeah, it rains starting in 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, shit. so they're going to have to move stuff in here. But no right. problem. All day. And Every I mean, day. you guys have been doing it how many years now? How many How many years deep? Jeez. We're like, we're... Whoa. Six years deep? Six years yeah. deep? It'll be six five, years five, six years deep? Like, you guys have played all the small things. You know what I mean? I've, like, I've played all the small things. Every time. Probably 300 times. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, we could play something not, like, out of our reach, I guess. Right. That makes sense? Yeah. And it's right. appealing, right? And, That's why I like covering and, shit and like cool that. it's cool because, you know, we still put our own little twist on it. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess because it's not expected and because we, like kind of put our own twist on it they just yeah. go so much harder mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah like the shock uh, we, value of it we play it I feel like we play it in our style like we don't play anything just like the record yeah uh, it, like it, it ends up it sounding like it sounds a lot more like us than like you know Blink 182 yeah so to speak what's the favorite cover from each of y'all favorite 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 I mean it right can, now it could be at the moment at the moment yeah. favorite cover we do what you got at the moment kids I love really? like kids I My love chemical kids romance, right semi-charmed life that song's kind of low-key technical. <laughs> we all knew the it. Song we by all knew MGMT. it. Oh wow! Mm. What what did he say? What did you say? He said you shouldn't say I love kids. Yeah. <laughs> what was his cover though? I mean, uh, still thinking. Yeah, yeah, JP still thinking. I really too. like. I like playing break stuff by Limp Bizkit. I think that's really? always really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like doing the harder break stuff break now. Break stuff for Hootie. Yeah. Break stuff for Hootie? Yeah. I don't want to be with you. 
That's a How about Anita down there? We need an answer before we move along. Come on, Dan. Uh, We're all waiting on you. I love Seven Nation Army, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I like it because I don't have to really sing in the chorus. Does that make sense? Having some trouble trying to think of it. No, you're good, uh, man. You're just always having trouble. Let's go with let's go with Killing in the Name. Killing in the Name, boom. For nice. sure. What Metallica? Yeah. Don't you guys play a Metallica song? Yeah, we do. We, we play Sandman, Sandman. and it uh, goes so Does it go hard? hard? Yeah, it does go pretty hard. Fuck. I want to learn some Talica, but they're all like really fucking long and pretty technical. I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not that hard. <laughs> not that hard? Yeah. Yeah. Just get a wah pedal. We're good. <laughs> it's, the other, it's the other guy. Uh, Kirk, Kirk Hammett. James Hetfield is the main. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. But it's all pentatonic. I mean, honestly, it's pentatonic with a wah wah. It's the same little box that he just goes up and down. It's not that hard. Yeah. Well, it's how, fun though. How have the rounds been for you guys? I know most bands when they're starting out, they're kind of like trying to get into all the the marquee venues per se. But you guys are in the most of the middle tier, I guess. The Sky right. Bar here. Um, I'm trying to think of others like Fred, stuff like that. We've been, uh, dude. Our shows have been honestly like fucking lit. Like, really? There, there, there comes times like we've been doing this for so long. We've been playing kind of a lot of the same show mm-hmm. uh, for a while. And then we started kind of learning all of these songs, uh, all these like random songs. We'll listen to them in the van and be like, damn, like we would crush this. And yeah. then we'd go to soundcheck at the next place to play it. And we just learned it at soundcheck. We'd yeah. run That's a flex. through it. And, and if it was lit, we'd play it that night. Yeah. Um, you told me one time that you guys don't practice. You just do them we on soundcheck. No, we don't. Like, no, no, we don't. Uh, we're, we're traveling too much. And that's yeah. lame. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I feel weird. Like it, it's very funny how I like. I, I feel very weird singing in front of people unless I'm <laughs> under the umbrella Damn. that is neutral snap. Yeah, the band. You know what I mean, the band. Because um, you mentioned the acoustic gigs, it's not the same, right? Like is, you got a lot is, less. Very, I've been I've been doing acoustic shows in Savannah since I moved there. Um, yeah. Very like very low key three hour. Uh, I realized kind of how much I suck at guitar. <laughs> um, that. You know, playing for three hours, like how much like my fingers hurt yeah. from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 been easy. It's been very low key. I also play just like a bunch of random songs that yeah. like I've just picked up. <laughs> well, what's random, random to, to one, one person, person isn't necessarily random to, to the, the next. next. You know. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! Well, shit! I bet that shit's it's funny. I bet it's fucking like pretty uh, revealing to not have these guys to like. I hate to say hide behind, but it's a little bit, right? It is. No, no. Like it's you're, loud. You're it's fucking right. everybody's uh, riding. When I, when I fuck up, it's it's me. What, yeah. were you, what were you telling us earlier at the end of? Is it what I got? You do. Oh, you do like a like during yeah. the. So, so <laughs> yeah. at the end of uh, we, we we play what I got from Sublime, and I don't know. The, I don't really know the words because we. It was one of those things where we, we were just, just were like, like we're gonna try. I think. I think this was one we did like live too. I just started playing because we always kind of like messed around. It's with easy, it. right? But yeah, yeah it's, it's just it really was in easy. Virgi- it was in Virginia. We were we were all tanked. Yeah. It was a day show. We still had like forty minutes left, and we were all blanking on songs. Uh-huh. And JP started playing. Everybody talks, and it was the same Everybody key talks. as uh, as what I got. So no, we just, like it, we went just, into we just, it's not the same key. Oh, whatever. It's the same chords. Yeah, yeah. Those so the life with Louis Dogs, the only way to stay sane. Line. Uh-huh. Uh, you know the fuck it, fight it, it's all the same. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, when I do the full band, I just go <laughs> let the love in, let the, the love in. Like I do that, I do that. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't bother learning the lyrics. So I was playing it acoustically, yeah. and I did that, and the whole <laughs> bar was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
you need to get all, that I, I go and do like solo pieces and and I, I can only do like seven chords max on the guitar really? um, so <laughs> if there's seven. any solo there's only seven no, there's only seven ones you need to know right I thought right. it was eight uh, one of the same <laughs> Yo, uh, fuck this guy. So, dude, we fucking, <laughs> we fucking hate hey, this, fuck guy this guy right here. <laughs> oh, uh, we're gonna get him in here. But yeah, it. so if I have to do a solo, mm-hmm. I just go. Little skibbity bebop. Yeah, dude, all day skibbity bebop, all day. What do you guys think about the Josh Solo stuff? Are you like, damn, wish we're getting booked as a band more? Are you like, just okay with it? I don't give a shit, dude. I don't give a care. I'm glad. I'm good. Like, good for him. He's making money. He's getting his name out there. But like, it's also putting our name out there. Like, you know. We're probably. I think the goal is to shoot for whatever that that big venue is right across District from the live. theater. District I hear good live. Good things about that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think I think if we, especially if we had like a good bill, I definitely think we get like at, you know at least three hundred people. Who are in you there. guys thinking? I mean, it's a big place, right? We don't know. There's don't know. Uh, any big Savannah bands we should know about. So there's this one band called Basically Nancy. Basically uh, Nancy. They good are name. signed. It's by, a bunch of punk girls, huh? Yeah, they're a yeah. bunch of punk oh. girls. Uh, they're signed by Graveface, uh, and my girlfriend went and caught a show of theirs, and they were phenomenal. Yeah, I bet that's cool uh, as fuck. And Don't see that, that would often. be super cool to kind of bring in, because we have like the downtown crowd, but there's so much more to the Savannah music scene in yeah. like Midtown and the world yeah. and places like that. Um, and there's like an actual ingrained scene in that city, and so mm-hmm. if we got somebody that who was also ingrained in that city we can kind of kill two birds sell some tickets uh, sell yeah. some ticks. Oh, yeah. uh, and they're and they're great and we'd love that we'd love to have them there um plus it looks like a cool venue it looks like yeah it looks like Ooh. a great venue i have to pass by it every time i i go to solo shows because i play at the marriott and uh, yeah. we're, we're playing at the marriott tomorrow we're the so marriott we're gonna go check that's it out. pretty cool yeah. dude i'm kind of stoked to hear how this goes for you guys on a sunday I, yeah, at the marriott I, uh, we were not allowed to drink bef- before or sunday during sunday the show. sunday it's got to be we're, we gotta we gotta be sober we can't like take yeah. drinks during the yeah. show and that can hide a lot too. You can hide uh, behind that a little bit. Well, it's it's kind of funny because we'll be tight. We'll be tight yeah. as fuck. It'll yeah. be better. You know. Uh-huh. Uh Maybe not as excited. Maybe not. I, don't know. Know. <laughs> I, think I think still get pretty excited. He's he's That's another thing too. It's gonna be like an open air market. Like uh, we're just gonna be like sound out okay. in the world. Is it? Which is cool. It's though. right beside the water, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I've seen the a band there. Yeah. Seen a band yeah. there before we played Barrel. There was a band playing there. No, I mean, I, yeah, we play. Like I the think Matinee it'll be song. cool. Like six to yeah. nine. Yeah. No, uh, we're gonna be chilling. It's amazing. It's a like, show. It's a show on a Sunday. Right. We're getting yeah. paid to do something on a Sunday. How cool Huge is that? dub. Yeah. That's what I've been we, trying to do. I've been trying to sprinkle in Tuesday shows. Dude, Tuesday shows are lit. Tuesday and Wednesday Tuesday shows, shows are lit. We we and there's no the competition. Summer, we had a lot of like really weekday shows, dude. and they're great. They're fine. Yeah. They're yeah. low key. You know, they're they're the ones like low risk. Like yeah. they're the ones you put reward. your your originals shit at. Yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. Like you, you really like showcase off yourself. Yeah. How many originals are you guys playing at Blue Room and Barrel at this point? Pretty good Rocks, bit, right? Man. We play most. Yeah? We play most of our originals at Barrel every That's time high. we play uh, there. At, at like, Barrel, I think we play at, about like Barrel, nineteen I think we originals. Play, nineteen we, of the twenty. Good for y'all. Twenty-one, man. yeah. Twenty-one. Yeah. Nineteen to the twenty-one. Well, bed sweats acoustic. I would say is. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. The yeah. only one we don't really play is Perfect Spiral. Yeah. Wow. We, we pretty much have played everyone. We just Come all hate that now. song. Come on. Yeah, we're That's flashbacks to episode one. We don't. Yeah, have. we talked about it on there. I remember that. We Good don't, time. We don't be That's been a long spiral, time. Man. When was that? That had to have been a year and a half 20, ago. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It was, Perfect uh, Spiral came out. Oh, you're talking about the last yeah last podcast, but it just came out. Of 2021, the first warehouse show, legendary show. 
No, it was, it was before was it the first? second. It was before the second warehouse. The second show. one that we had, that's like, why we were in Athens, and that was we had like fifteen people there. That yeah. was terrible. That was so was weird. Shout out the warehouse. I mean, y'all are good people, but like, dog, that, that was spot that ain't was it. so yeah, weird yeah. because I remember the first time we played there. Yeah, it was it was bonkers. Bonkers. It was yeah, bonkers. The first bonkers. time we came, wall man. to wall to wall to wall. Like, no way. Yeah, he uh, the upper decked. Yeah, lives above the bar. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think he deserved it. Apparently, he was an asshole. But I'm trying to find somewhere that we could play in Athens together because I feel like you guys need to be in Athens more. But like, we were in Atlanta. We went. We played at Smith's. We had a good time at yeah. Smith's. Give me the review on this show. Dude, it fantastic. We, we had a great time there. Uh, yeah. It was a really cool spot. It was a little frustrating having to walk up 27 steps. Yeah, they uh, have an elevator there, but it's broke. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, right? we we just used all of Zix's back line, so cool. I wasn't too worried about yeah. it. Well, we got it's good. okay. Uh, I hear they're coming tonight. You're I hear they're swinging by. What's my You're doing great. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see him, yeah. Yeah, we're trying to, we're probably going to get another show with them. I just... You guys need to do aisle five in Atlanta. You guys ever been to dude, aisle we, five? Dude, we've done, done aisle, aisle five, really? and it's never worked out yeah, for us. Really? It's, it's yeah, it's weird. Little five points just isn't it. Interesting. Three times? Yeah. Three times, yeah. We went with a... We we were normally support uh, three star revival. Three star revival. I uh, heard of they were they were jammy. Yeah, um, they're they cool. They're cool. They're cool dudes. They didn't. They uh, they were even talking about how like they didn't promote it and like also <laughs> like pretty much like of the fifty people that came out like forty of them were like our friends like directly connected yeah. to us. Let me get them a mic down there. I also find it weird because Atlanta's one of our top like Spotify listener. Really. And we just don't seem to get many people out. And I don't know. I guess I think one of the biggest things is also like, you know, we we never really like, you know, do like ad buys and stuff. And like we like promote our shows ourselves, but we don't like heavily like push things out into the open, which I think is something we could look into to kind of especially in like cities like that. Where, like, you know, like, you, when we talk about going to play in Atlanta, pretty much everybody that sees the post is, like, our friends and directly related uh -huh. to us through that. But, like, you know, hitting, I think, the Spotify listeners, because, like, you know, I find a lot of the people I listen to on Spotify, I don't follow on Instagram. Or, like, you know, I'm not, like, super adept with social medias and stuff. But, like, there's a big disconnect between people who listen to you on Spotify and then people who, like, interact with you on yeah. social media. Especially, like, your regular listeners. Especially uh, with with the crowd that we have, because um, just because we're kind of we're playing these we're playing these shows in the southeast where pop punk isn't, and a lot of uh -huh. our listeners are where pop punk is. So like Chicago, Atlanta, gotcha. uh, New York, uh, L.A. The, the, those are the people who like listen to our music. Uh, but those aren't the people who. Not to say that people who go to our shows don't listen to our music. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, no. It's the definitely more, not the biggest the more genre in Statesboro. People who listen to our music are not in kind of our touring region. Mm -hmm. If that makes a, yes. if that makes any sense, that makes a ton of so sense. So we're so I don't know. Whenever whenever we really started doing kind of the southeast, I I we didn't know at first how like little our genre of music was like around in like the the local grassroots scene. Uh -huh. Um. Well, I remember when we started when we started playing at Fred's. It was it was kind of like the Stone Rabbits. Right, and they were like pretty. They were pretty jammy. Uh -huh. uh, Flow Tribe was kind of you know jammy. doing their thing. They were yeah. they were jammy, but they were like a New Orleans jammy, not so much like a Southern rock. Yeah, jammy. like so a that, SEC they're more jam. like funk too. Yeah, well they uh, yeah, especially now they're a lot more funky. 
Uh, they were they were pretty funky back in the day. I don't know. They backbone cracking music. So I'm sure when you guys first started, it was like, damn, we don't ever see bands play these songs. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. We were yeah. we were really exactly. totally when we, like when we started touring, there was there was nobody playing the songs that we yeah. were playing, and that's kind of what that was like a ma- a big selling point for us uh-huh. uh, in in terms of like getting to the places that we wanted to go uh-huh. uh, because our our set list was so different and yeah. mm-hmm. still still very high energy. Um, and now that we're like throwing our originals in and, and, and doing more originals, it's like we're playing these songs for these people and they're digging the songs, uh-huh. but they would not, you know, on a regular day, you know, 50% of Tune people who come to this club, like, are not going to, on their day off, listen to some pop punk. That makes sense. Like, that's just saying. not, that's just not yeah. them. Uh, uh-huh. But they'll listen to us, which is great. Because uh-huh. um, the energy. And I, and, I, will, I find a lot of these like country bands are kind of even like adapting to our set list. Like when oh, Clay are. Barker came yeah. here, yeah. he played The Middle by Jimmy yeah. World, which yeah. like, you know, a country band playing that, you know, six years ago. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't no think doubt. you'd ever see yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And then now you also, see it a lot. Like, well, then, then blink the covers and everything. factor with pop punk. Uh, strong. It's is, really is strong. Very, yeah. strong. Very especially, strong. Especially yeah. those, I don't want to call them like one hit wonders. Uh-huh. But like, you know, those, those hit songs that very big and established bands make, but they like cross all the genres. Yeah. Like people who listen to like, you know, R&B and hip hop probably know the middle by Jimmy yes, World. Yes, Or like, yes. you know, they know Panic at the Disco, yeah. the fucking... Uh, they don't have to the like rock the music. Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Nostalgic pop punk is yeah. now back in the mainstream. Yeah. Which is great. Um, which is it's amazing. Awesome. Like I love, yeah, I love like being able to go to these shows and, and being able to see a lot of like these bands that normally like it would just be apples and oranges. Uh-huh. Uh, but to like... But to be able to see a lot of these bands that we play the same circuit with play a lot of the same songs and they're like they kind of get it. It's like yeah, dude, those songs fucking rip. Yes, yeah. like, people go nuts. That's that people go fucking nuts. Like it's so <laughs> cool to like be able to like go nuts with with that band, dude. Somebody just told the best joke. Yeah. <laughs> they were all yeah. laughing in there. What are they? Uh, they're throwing bathrooms in back there. Yeah, dude, yeah, they're, they're installing two new bathrooms. bathrooms. Thank okay. God. Okay, we needed. There used to only be one back here. Oh my God, it was so miserable. I, I need think- a shower in here. Shower would be great. Dude, we were talking about that earlier. Shower Shower back here would be clutch, yeah. Yeah, it's it's nice to have a green room. Some of these gigs, right? Shower, shower to wash. Dude, like that's just like being picky though. Like having a green room is great. Having, and right. Sky bar, yeah. like the green room is like out back by the. Out back in the alley. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the green room at shower Barrel. Sky bar though, we have a great time. <laughs> yeah, we do. We, do. <laughs> we love it there. I've thrown up on that alley like oh, so much. Shat in that alley. <laughs> I, I love the green room at Barrel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Rooms. Okay, so this one time we were at uh, we were at Sky Bar, uh-huh. uh, on the way up. We hit a gas station. We were like thinking Arby's. And there's an Big Arby's mistake. right next to it. <laughs> yeah. And we... Hey, Kenny, what's we, up? Oh, what my up? man. What's up, man? How you doing? Look at this guy. My man's oh, so good. It's raining out there, <laughs> boy. <laughs> Y'all know Jake? Yeah, we yeah. met him, we met him uh, this man. morning. I saw Granville the night before. At, yeah, uh, you told me that this morning. Yeah. At, at Barrel, they were fantastic, dude. What's up, and man? And, and this is who we need on the podcast. Right, that yeah, would be yeah. fun. Y'all ruined our, y'all ruined our, our podcast uh, with the air mattress. Yeah, we are on stage. On stage, come on, Al. Podcasters. Guy acts like he runs the place, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so we all go to we we're on our way to Sky Bar. Yeah. Uh, we stop at a Loves with an Arby's in it, and we're like, oh, Shouts fuck Loves. Yeah. We're Shout all out Loves, classic. Arby's. So uh-huh. like, I mean, we I think I had I had like a double beef and cheddar with like a large curly fry and a diet coke, and I <laughs> and I ate all we ate all of it before uh-huh. we got to Sky Fucking Bar. Inhaled it. Got yeah. got to Sky Bar, did our did our little sound check, and we we sound checked at five. We didn't play till ten thirty, so we went back uh-huh. to the hotel, and uh, our silly little sound check went back to our yeah. silly little hotel. 
tried to sleep. We couldn't because we yeah. ate too much fucking we dying, yeah. <laughs> Stomach was rotten. And we're like, next thing we know, it's like 9.45. We're like, we got to go to the venue. Go to the venue. Um, play the first set. And it was like the most miserable first set we've ever played. Ever. And then I'd be like trying to like jump. And we're like, oh. Every time like, <laughs> you like, start like pushing the thing. We, we ended, no. we ended like, set huh. one. And you ever see those like farming videos where like the guy gets like opens up the pen of baby goats and puts all the milk bottles in the crate and yeah. then each baby goat just kind of lines they up take and off. takes the milk. Yeah, That's yeah. How we walked went. out of the stage and like baby goats lined up against the grain and puked our fucking guts <laughs> out. As a, as a fucking band. Our, yeah. I was perfectly together. fine. Eat Arby's. <laughs> yeah. It was great. I mean, the second and third set were phenomenal. Because yeah, because everything was clear. Like ten pounds later, yeah. Dude, Arby's gonna be good. I haven't eaten Arby's since. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't know. I still eat Arby's. Nah, I'll eat it. Uh, it's a little greasy. I only get the curly fries now. It ain't, it, it's not. Dude, <laughs> I'm not a fan. Jake, man. Get naked, my guy. Love it, man. There's oh, a video oh. of this guy hugging Luke Bryan, and Luke Bryan goes, "Get this boy a sandwich." <laughs> I need a sandwich and. Hot shower. That's what I need right now. Look, look at this. Who would who would ever thought? I'm sitting here naked in front of live television. Summer jam, baby. Summer jam. This is awesome. Let me get dressed, dude. This is gonna be this is gonna be so wild because like. Because like everybody's gonna be hyped as fuck from yeah. Granville's set, and then we're of gonna course. come inside and just fucking. Nyeh! I'm gonna get. I want to get Young Jackson. I'm gonna give him my set list and see if he wants to sing with us. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that'd be uh, iconic. We, we definitely wanna. I want to see y'all set list too because I don't want to repeat songs. Yeah. Repeat songs. I don't think there'd be too many, but I don't think there'd be any. I don't know. We've been getting kind of yeah. jammy. I know y'all play Santeria, huh? Yeah, Dude, I've always thought that the. Were you, uh, we're were you, were you just gonna like grab that. our set list that was up there? <laughs> I think this symbol is in pretty good shape, honestly. Like this, yeah. the neutral well, symbol. Set so that, that symbol, that symbol has like a little, a miniature crack, like right at the bottom there, it's Ray. Yeah, it's right there. It? Oh, okay. We crack, we crack the symbols. We don't like break them yeah. because, like Ray, Ray fucking like beats it on like it so like hard. Money. You're supposed to ride a ride symbol, but I'm straight yeah. up crashing. Just crashing ride it. Symbol. Pro so. coverage hates this man. Yeah. <laughs> Do they let you turn them back in? I mean, no, I guess not that one. They try to make me jump through hoops now. Like, yeah. they're like, all right, you have to go to this place and you know, okay. donate it here and show proof that you donated it. Here Talk to a mystical like, wizard under a mountain. The, yeah. Only there park, will you find your coverage. refund. <laughs> yeah. What's the set list looking like tonight, boys? Can you guys give anything uh, away? The, the oh, we're gonna do a bunch of originals. I know that. Let's we're, go. We're, we're, we're like playing in two tunings tonight. Okay. Uh, we're two, going. Two, we're going D standard. D? And then D standard, and okay. then we're dropping down to C sharp standard. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, Getting heavy in this bitch. A lot of low notes. A lot, a lot of low notes tonight, uh, especially for the original music. It's just so yeah. much easier, uh, yeah. and we recorded them at such a high. Do you guys have songs in drop C? Registered. Oh yeah. Which ones? No, Nothing none of our recorded stuff. All of the recorded stuff's just a half step, half step, half step down. down. Yeah. But we've been doing like you know D standard, drop yeah. C, and then lately C sharp standard and drop what B. What did you guys think about? I thought the last record, like sonically, you guys made a pretty big jump on guitars and drums a lot. Well, a lot of it was the the pre planning. Uh, uh -huh. Like Ray yeah. and I spent a lot of time like really you know beat mapping the whole song and so gotcha. like really figuring out you know, what kind of the groove was going to be, where the kick was going to go, where the snare was going to go, uh -huh. and then having, like, the guitars match up with that and trying to get, like, everything kind of yeah. a lot more built from the ground up instead of, like, you know, us 
writing a song, yeah. jumping in the studio, and then just trying to record it gotcha. and like do it there. Like we really, I mean, he knocked out eleven songs in eight hours Whew, on the drums, and then that was all the drums. And then yeah. we, you know, we did all the the studio tricks, quantizing them, making them really fast. So you said you did drum, had the songs, did the drums first, and you guys just locked into him. Is that what you meant? You said beat mapping, or did you mean that beat map? No, beat, before? beat mapping in a sense that like you know if the the drum beat is like the the guitar is going like dun 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 dun. I would say most of it started with the riffs though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we would kind of just like gel over that idea. and it would it would kind of change to be like if he if he played the drum beat to one of my riffs slightly different, I would try to change the riff up to either match his drum beat or we change the drum beat up to match it up. So like. It's like, cause like, you know, when that fucking kick hits, you want the bass to, to hit, same you know, time. at the same exact yeah. time, not having things kind of all over the place and not lining up because then it won't be as clear. Yeah. So like, I guess that just comes from years of just like you guys knocking them out, playing them a few times live and recording them. Right. It's like, all right, we want to be a well, little tighter now. We didn't really play a lot of them live before uh-huh. we recorded it. We really wrote all of them and kind of like built up these demos in, gotcha. our, in our room. And then when we went to the studio... That's when we like really hammered it in. So, so we had we had the album pretty much written and kind of production wise, kind of how we wanted to like beef it up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But there was so like as soon as we got in the studio, it was essentially just like doing it all again. Gotcha. But in a studio, so you'd already yeah. done it. That helped a lot. You thought like oh the yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, and it also it oh, also yeah. helped because you weren't. We we spent just five days uh-huh. in the studio. It was, it was all four out. days. We spent one day just at home, like getting all the drums ready to really track to. Right. Uh-huh. We we used we used demo tracks of all that, of the songs. What was that like splice thing you had that we used in the basement to track the demo? Drums? Oh, I just I had like a a wire uh like a mobile interface, and okay. so I would put two. I would usually usually just use one microphone, but I would put two microphones on the drums. And so then I'd take that recording, put it in my computer, uh-huh. quantize the absolute <laughs> shit out of it. And it wouldn't sound the good. There, were, there was a lot of like artifacts in the in the sound, yeah. you know, that like really I don't I don't know how to describe it. Very like you know, electronic, like, like glitchy, right. glitchy sounds yeah. kind of going on. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, I was like hard tracking everything to be perfectly on beat. And then after that, I would record my guitar to it. We'd record bass over it. Uh-huh. And then we'd, you know, really figure out the lyrics and the melody on top of all that. that makes uh, sense. Yeah. We had, we had probably about like three or four songs that were just completely done. And then uh-huh. we, the just rest had, like, were a vocal day where we're like, we just like, did vocals we had yeah. lyrics, we had like, yeah. like uh, so sorry I passed out came around uh, very quickly uh-huh. uh, and it was very like jumping into the studio figuring it all out and then yeah. like, kind of making the songs kind of at the same time yeah uh, we were we were definitely one, writing this one a lot was definitely mm-hmm. parts based yeah a little uh, more thought out well was it poison well poison sundown fucks up everything you know I never here we go <laughs> oh, I miss it. You look so good. Is this poison? Yeah. Yeah. Harmony. But I like it. And I know. This is a good song. This is Sundown, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it? I gotta hear you. Dude, tonight's gonna be absolutely buck It's gonna be awesome, dude. Yeah, I think it's gonna be insane. Like, like it's the four best bands in stage, bro. Easily. 
No, uh, you're good. Oh, easily. I'm just saying that because, you know, easily. there are four bands on the ticket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just baby, everybody, everybody. I love that man, and dude. And the driving. And uh, the old man's boat. Jameson, you know Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the guy. That's the guy. Right? Right? I want to get him man. on here in a minute. Let's right. get him to sit in. I'll go stag him for you. I think the coolest part in yeah. the past year and a half, especially after, after COVID, uh, is we're having like a lot more fun during shows. Really? How so? Like, like I at least I am. I'm having just a way better time, just because we're playing like wilder shows. Uh-huh. Hold on. Here we go. Very loud. Close that door. This is the man we need on the podcast oh, right here. How you doing, man? Al. I'm good, fellas. How are y'all? Good, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, I lost my tip. (laughs) It happens. It happens. Shove that back in there, Daddy. Um, But yeah, like these shows have just been like so, so energetic, especially like coming back from COVID. Everybody's so stoked to be back. Yeah, yeah. And like we're really finally getting into the swing of things. And like we played a few new places and have just absolutely blown the roof off. Yeah. One of the biggest ones is the Fennec in Birmingham. That place is cool. That place is super cool. This place, this bar, you'll never believe this, Al. This bar, I asked to be booked by them, and they told me no. They told me no. They were like, the no. audacity. You're, you're a country band. Like, we're How a country bar. I know. Uh, and we're like, no, 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 no. Like, put me in on a Thursday. There's going to be nobody there. And I'll play. And we played for the bar staff. And we absolutely fucking slaughtered it. And now that's we're what there y'all do all yeah, the fucking yeah, time, sure. dog. We love the Fennec. It's so fun. Uh, it's a very, it's a new place. Yeah. And they're. And they're now starting to book more diversely because they're now uh, seeing that it works, uh-huh. which is cool, man. Like, cause I like. I'm not gonna say that like we are this, but like, we. I mean, we we have a trend of yeah. of going places where normally bands like us wouldn't do well. Yeah. And we end up crushing the fuck out of it. Like, I love that. Like, I. I'm on the podcast. We're better. We're better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna say it. No, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I not not to say that any of these bands aren't amazing yeah. because they are. I've, I've met so many just incredibly talented musicians, uh-huh. like who are doing some going way farther than I think will ever go. Yeah. And you know, making right moves and doing all these things, and I think that's amazing. We are better. We're better. Josh told me one time on a live stream. He said, "I think bands need to talk more shit about each other." I do. I think they need to talk more shit about each other. And Honestly, like the best I think way, he's on to something. Like, like no, but, 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 I, love, but, I love the competitive aspect. But, like, Al, Al, but they do. They do talk right, shit about do. each other. Right. But then you all get around each other, and it's just like we just love everybody. Dude, you know, everybody, everybody, see one team, one dream. But, but I just want to be better. That's the best. It's like fuck that. It's the best because like I love Sundown. I'm so much better. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, like ow, Granville, ow. Granville has four part harmonies that will literally that's make you cry yeah. like it's amazing the so way tasty. they like pull songs off that's amazing I'm yeah. better like, Al how many times have you seen Snap so far I mean at least a hundred right probably honestly probably 15 times probably 15 well, what's times the growth been like from the first one to the 15th any, any, you notice anything or has it just been on all, all cylinders since the first one it's been all gas and I yeah. expect the same you know same thing every time they come I know yeah. we're getting I love that I love that it's just what? all gas all the time it, it really is man. Yeah, they've they grown up a little bit a we little have, bit yeah, yeah, we have. it used to be they'd come in and i have to follow them around and make sure they didn't get in any shit but now it's just <laughs> now now it's just I come in take a shot and I can leave they kind of yeah. you know right, take yeah, care yeah, of themselves no, okay. it, it, well everybody but Josh everybody whatever we're we're 
It's God. it's it's fun just because like we've been doing this for so long and it's yeah. cool seeing like these younger bands coming in and and doing like the same things we were doing. We were yeah. we we saw Granville at Del Sur uh-huh. and uh Goats. they finished they finished their food and we were talking to Jake and I was like, What are y'all doing after this? You know, they're like, Oh, we're about to go meet up with some friends and play some beer die and I was like, Oh, that's amazing. We are about to go nap. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Been on the road. road that's a night while y'all are ready to nap, we're gonna race hell. Right. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> well didn't you guys play like the first night here or something? Who played we the first were, night we were, Blue Room Open? No, it was C B D B and the Orange Constant, I think, were the first band to yeah. play. But we I were think the week we, after that. We I played think. the like week that? after that's crazy you know that and I, I should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the founder. I bet I bet William knows that he keeps Yeah, you have no yeah. like so so we're from New Orleans, right? Uh-huh. Uh and mm-hmm. we were like, okay, we're playing in the blue room in Statesboro, Georgia. We played at Dingus McGee's one time. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, it was birthday. great. We ended up we ended up playing the owner of Dingus's wedding and it was, nice. it was so much fun. Up. Um and but that was really our own and we played like a frat party uh where we all blacked out. Um <laughs> and those have been kind of our only experiences with Statesboro. So coming into coming into this bar, we walked in the place was massive, I, yeah. I, I, and I was uh, like, we were like, whoa, yeah. like, there's no way. They're warm up set. That's good <laughs> hospitality right and, there. Oh, yeah. uh, well, like, I don't know. We just like, we like started. The crowd like got there, and we were just like, holy shit, this place, like, this place is the spot. Yeah, and yeah. like we. We you, you hopped out and we were like, all right, here it is. This yeah. is also crazy. Everybody looks so famous. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were booked to play here for a week before. Josh called me every day. He was like, dude, Blue Room on Saturday. It's the fucking spot. You guys are going to love it. It's so sick, man. I'm I was excited. Like, I love I love it. Like, like, I, I have a list of bands that I want to bring here. Yeah. Uh, so much. Uh, but I don't know. This has been such a cool spot. Like, Al and Will yeah. have, been, have been just amazing. And, 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 and it's cool to be... Nine and a half hours away uh-huh. from home, and still being in a spot here yeah. where they treat us like you know, like family. Own, you know yeah, what I mean? is Statesboro uh, probably y'all's second biggest fan base? You think? Yeah, I, I think would so. say. I'd say so, right? I would say the Savannah Statesboro area. Yeah, like I mean, these. Like, I would states- consider this whole area like the one SEC. area. No, 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 oh, not SEC. Like I mean, like Statesboro, Savannah, like this kind of area of Georgia uh-huh. is like one. Like big fan base for us, because gotcha. like a lot of people will travel from Savannah to see us here, and sometimes we get a lot of people here yeah. that go see us in Savannah. Well, yeah. it's a, and you know, y'all feel that way. We feel the same way when everybody comes through. All of our bands are like family to us. Right. Yeah. yeah. People call all the time. I have buddies. You know, hey, I want to get so and so in there. I said, well, well, who do you want me to put out? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, the schedule rotation. is full. The people it's that tight, are on yeah, here, it's a tight unless schedule. a band breaks up or drinks herself off stage. Which is fine if we have a full house and they dig it. You know, you can do that. It's It's all about entertainment. But that's the big deal is just, you know, who who are you going to put out? The the roster is full, Mm -hmm. you know, so and everybody's great that we use. So anybody that comes in, someone gets pushed off a show. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, so. That makes sense. It makes Which sense. Which kind of makes for a very competitive environment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I can't imagine the message. One where circling, the circling, better band ends up on to, top. Circling back to I'm better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> back on this again. Pits are on top of the bill tonight. <laughs> people, they're going to be watching this podcast like out of context of just who yeah. we are as people because when that camera turns off, I immediately start crying. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Don't look at me. Right. I, I definitely hate to be perceived. I want to be a snail. Um, I can't imagine how many messages Al and Will get a week from bands. How, how much? How often is it? It's got to be a million bands. It's like, hey, we played two shows. Can we play Blue Room? No? You know, we do. And William gets a lot of bands that come through. But any, I mean, we try and help out anybody. Yeah. Right. Anybody that we can. 
Um, we try and bring them, but yes, there's a. Yeah. It's probably more so just emails. Yeah, that makes sense. And Facebook, <laughs> thanks to the group. Yeah, there's a ton, yeah. ton of people that call, and we'd well, love yeah. to have every single one of them. It was right. up to there's us. Only, there's only a finite number of weeks in the year. There's only yeah. so many nights. That's true. You know, you do yeah. entertainment. And it's just tough. So yeah. How, how have you? What year are you guys into this now? You said four. Started right? 2018. So uh, how's yeah, the growth been? Years. What are you guys thinking about Blue Room at the moment? Like, you guys happy with the growth and where you're at or everything? Not to get too. I technical, mean, to be but. honest with the growth, we've just been. 100 miles an hour since yeah. we opened but as far as the growth things that we try and do is just make the place better uh-huh. you can hear the construction yeah, going that. on in the background you know that's more bathrooms for y'all we're building a little bar next time I y'all come we'll be ready no so. way very, very cool, very well, cool. It's so there'll be, cool there'll be a bar I, sitting back here I tell here. the owner of Fred's about y'all all the time uh, <laughs> because because By the way, Frizz, if y'all are listening, he's been telling me this for four years that I need to get down there and say hello to y'all. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah. So, so cheers to what y'all do. Maybe one day we'll make it down there and party. Dude, I, I, I pray for the day. Honest, honest to God, November 5th, like we play the LSU Bama game. Yeah. Come. That would be a movie. Like, At some point, Georgia Southern's going to have to go to Louisiana. <laughs> We've done it before. Right, yeah. right. And that would, be that would be the time. That would be the time. I mean, I, I say the same thing when I'm back there. I'm like, Cause, 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 Mark will will look at our look at our socials and stuff and ask us about our weekends and I'll be like, dude, we're back in states, bro. And he's like, dude, you're always telling me about mm-hmm. yeah. this place. Because uh, every single time, like, it's such a good comparison. Yeah. Because uh, y'all are really, and it's so funny because we never, being from New Orleans and being very SEC driven, we never even knew that Statesboro existed. And now, yeah. I, the and, only reason I knew it existed was because the Almond Brothers song. And now, Statesboro, uh, Statesboro Blues. Blues. and who was that written by? Huh, Dwayne? Was that? <laughs> D- Blind Willie McTill. Uh, really? really? I didn't know that. From Statesboro, Georgia. Uh, Allman cool. Brothers covered it. Ooh, got a little wet out there. Y'all can come through. It's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, come on. Come yeah. on. Come on. What? We're running a loose ship in here. We're, yeah, we're, <laughs> it, it's Summer Jam. Uh, uh, Josh, correct me if I'm wrong on this. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> I think about Blue Room, Fred's, and Sky Bar is the same like tier of bar, kind of, yeah, right? Like the three headed dragon, man, especially yeah. for us uh, because I never. I like now that I've played here now and and we've kind of nurtured like an environment here. I I cannot imagine like what our career would have been had we not played here. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's been the same way for Fred. It's been the same way for Skybar. These bars have these moments. It's crazy with Fred's because like we started playing on the patio there before they like started bringing out a big tent. And like over the years. Not like specifically our shows, but like definitely our shows would get really wild. Like the patio would be overcrowded and then they'd start bringing the tents out and they'd need bigger tents. And now the tent is the entire parking lot. It looks absolutely fucking massive. It's totally nuts. They have have a massive renovation plan that's going to be going over the next like two years, which is going to be crazy. What's so cool is when you can take your venue and run it outdoors... And you know, and just yeah. spill over into it. I mean, it's just real estate that you can't. Oh, yeah. Right. You're not paying for a building at that point. I mean, yeah. that's that's yeah. awesome that they can pull that off. They and that's all the time they do up. that. It's, yeah. a, it's amazing. It's a seven. It's a seven tier tent that stretches the entire parking lot. It yeah. probably fits about three thousand to four thousand people. Uh, that's that's insane. insane. Does they it stay set like, up? They, Nash, they tear it down. Nash, it's a, they keep the stage set up. Usually, right. the weekend of Bama, like they're trying to have Snoop Dogg and Shaq come in. Like I gotta check that out. They've had like huge national acts. All these fraternity parties will book there because it's the place to be. They got the LEDs. Out. Remind it's me of the cap on outside if you guys fence it in. What's the cap when you guys do like Hardy and stuff? So outside? when we do outdoor shows, we can probably do 2,300. 2,300? But 80. then we have the grass parking lot on the other side that, that uh, takes to about six. Our current record was the uh, the LSU-Georgia game. It was LSU-Florida game. We had 15,000 people Damn. through the front at Fred's. That's a heat. And that's yeah. through the door all night. That was through the door all night, yeah. 
I think the most. By the way, kids, when, when, when you get older, you go blind and you need glasses. <laughs> and you zoom in for me. Yeah? Yeah. That's nuts, man. Yeah, no, it's just showing him, we're showing him uh we're showing him some French crowds. <laughs> Let me get a glimpse of that, fellas. Hey, I'll pull it, I'll pull it over. Let me see. It kind of looks just like Blue Room. It does. It kind of does. Like it's just higher. Hola chicas. Dude, I'm gonna make this my profile pic. Right? <laughs> pretend like I'm in there, dude. That looks it's, crazy. It's, it's it's the best just because like I don't know, man. Because we did it. Uh, we played in the patio when they still had the patio. And back then they had a tent set up for football season. It was just two spires. Yeah. And now they've gone up to seven. And, it, yeah. and it's cool to be able to sit there and watch that growth happen. Because, like, Mark, Mark, there's so many similarities between Mark and Al and, and, and some of these other owners of bars that we've met. Is that, uh-huh. is that the owner of these college bars, they understand the kind of community they're fostering. Yeah. And they create um, and they such have a the opportunity to really, like, like make family atmosphere. Right. Like, like, the whole bar staff is family, not just, like, you know, yeah. co-workers and stuff yeah. like oh, that. We try and do things different. I mean, everybody that walks in here, you know, whether I'm talking about security, right. sound, or anybody, treat everybody that comes through that door like family. I don't yeah. care if someone's trying to get a drink and they're not the most popular kid in town, uh-huh. get to them just as quick. Yeah. If someone gets intoxicated, you know, tell your bouncers, take care of them. However somebody's parents yeah. would want them to be treated, is how I tell my staff to treat them. Yeah. If somebody gets in a situation, I want their parents to come back and say, Look, this was bad. I appreciate the way y'all handled this. Definitely, but that's what we try and do. And so. it's kind of felt because like right. we we go play a bunch of places where it's not like that. Right, right, and Josh. And it's, right and it's super cool to be able to do this because like we've been we don't really have a lot of like industry backing behind us. And when we go to these venues and these bars, we don't really have a team to take care of it for it. So we uh-huh. we are communicating with the owners of these venues, like the managers of these bars, like face to face. You mm-hmm. know, there's uh-huh. there's. There's an interpersonal relationship that comes with that because we're doing all of this ourselves. Gotcha. Uh, and it and it kind of makes the relationship with the bar that much stronger, and it really makes the shows that much better. It does because yeah. we're not we're not like just on some bill at some place in some city. Yeah. Like I'm, we're at the fucking Blue Room. It's like all right, I, mean? I would love to play here forever. Like we're at, or yeah, like right? we're at Fred's in Tigerland. Like we are we are in in our the best terms like home. Yeah. You know, and sure. in, in in the place where we feel most comfortable performing you know gotcha. yeah. uh and we feel so comfortable because we know the people in charge we know that like from the ground up like these are such like great places to be yeah you know and it just makes you like there's just everything about the venue having great hospitality and people makes you just want to do better and like it's not like when you play a place where you're like oh this is it's relaxing you know right. I mean? yeah like i yeah. i don't really get like nervous getting on stage anymore but sometimes i'll be nervous when like like it's like you it's like that weird tense like the bar staff doesn't really like fuck yeah. with you and like you're yes. just kinda like at you know, you're like hanging out in the bar, but like you're very much like you know, everybody's kinda keeping their distance. You're just kinda like, I don't I don't like that, but like here, you know, we know everybody. Yeah, like, Coming with dapping everybody off, it's giving It's kind hugs. of a pissing contest, you know. You got people that were there and they're like, Oh, here here's another band, I'm sure they think they're the shit. Yeah. And then here you are like, Wow, these bartenders are why they're also, <laughs> why they're also yeah. stuck up like they think like, they're the oh shit. My like, God. so it's just like everybody be cool. Well, at the, end of, at the end of the day, that's we play for the bar staff. Oh, because, totally. Because that, uh. that place could be empty, but that bar staff's still got to be there. And they're yeah, the ones that know? are going to say, "Hey, these right. guys were great. Or yeah. these guys, you know, are dragging right. ass, or you know, yeah." The, yeah. the staff are the ones that right. say, "We get texts. Hey, yep. this is great. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Love that. And, Love that. That was that was the fetish. What's going on, Will? The man. What's up, brother? How you doing, Am man? Am I calling you? you well, answer it. Hello? It's hey, podcast well, time. Well, that's perfect because I'm going to slip out. But, uh, 
I want to celebrate. Y'all go support these bands. These guys are awesome. And, cool, and cool. yeah, we. How long have we been casting? You got a we, the like music industry is shit unless y'all take, go follow I, and support I, everybody. I, I so really so on that note, here's the real man. Right, right. Take uh. Hey, actually. Well, 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 well. Take great spot. Yeah, let let Will sit there if you don't mind. How you been, man? <laughs> he snuck in here. <laughs> I'm always sneaking around. Oh, Look at this. If you want to sit right there, that'd be good so we can get you on camera, my man. There we go. We're oh, casting yeah. all day, man. It's been, it's, I feel like we've been casting forever. This Got a phase for podcasts. It hasn't been that long, so it's been 40. Days. Oh, okay, really? William Riddle, how you been, my friend? Doing well, doing you well. You excited about the lineup ready, for tonight? Ready for Summer Jam 2K22. 2K22, baby. How many hours do you have into the planning of this, William? It's got to be a ton. Um. Yeah, it's a good bit. Yeah. I mean, through the booking process, um, getting all the promo and marketing stuff ready. Yeah. Um. You know. A, a lot it, more than just booking a neutral snap on a regular yeah, Friday, right? As much as any other ah. multiple band event, really. Yeah. Um, and you guys have been doing a bunch of those, right? Aren't you doing some sort of arena thing in Charleston, or did I see that um, right? Airbound. We have a, a country kicks cancer coming uh-huh. up in Orlando, October 29th. That's awesome. Um, Walker Hayes, Jesse James Decker, Maddie uh-huh. and Tay, Danielle Bradbury, and Craig Campbell. Love Jesse so. James Decker, man. Oh, yeah. How, how much more difficult is it to put something like that together? A lot or a little? When you start dealing with uh, the major agencies, it really opens up a, you know, a lot more uh, shit that can go wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bigger or, numbers, I suppose. Or things that you don't... Uh, uh, things just don't seem to go your way on those yeah. big events when booking big talent, you know, so usually you have to go through, you know, I, I think to get those five acts, we uh-huh. went through probably about a dozen offers. Wow. Um, so, you know, wow. Interesting. A little I more bet time consuming. Should, yeah. Love to hear it though, that it's going well. How is, what has it been like? Like you've been, have you been a part of Bloomer from the start, right? Like what's yes. kind of your story yeah. on the involvement in it? I'm just curious. So, um, Prior to the venue being the Blue Room, it was South City Tavern and the Borough. Gotcha. Um, when it was those venues, I was actually uh, uh, just starting to get, you know, cut my teeth as a promoter. Okay. Um, I would actually, they were never busy here, uh, yeah. either place. Really? And I, uh, I would bring shows in, and those would be the only nights that they were busy. Really? Um, so two venues ago was South City. Um, cut to when they're ready to get out of the business. Um, they offered to sell South City to me. Uh-huh. Um, at that time, I'd, it wasn't the right time for me. Gotcha. Um, so passed on it. Uh, somebody came in, bought it, uh-huh. turned it into the borough. Gotcha. Um, I don't remember that. Did the borough stay open long? I they remember. were open for about nine months. Nine months. Yeah. <laughs> what a and run. They, they uh same situation the owner was like man you you seem to have a knack for this stuff you yeah. know would you be interested um and and it was the right time then uh-huh. you know um i had formed a, a really good working relationship with my uh now partner al chapman who y'all just spoke with absolutely and, um i pulled the trigger with the the borough owner and hit uh-huh. up al and said let's let's go and that was four um, years ago and that was four years ago it's gotta, uh, May, and this past May. It's got to be daunting to be, or I don't know if daunting is the right word, but like with the cap on the inside is 900, right? Or is it 1,100? What is it? Somewhere in there? 800. To be like, all right, we got to fill this up every weekend. Yeah. Right? I kind mean, of? You know, our main focus from the beginning has just been the brand and giving uh-huh. people a high level of entertainment. 
-hmm. and trying to appeal to as wide of a demographic as possible you know so there are a lot of options when you come in here like you can either come inside and like rage face whether it be to the band earlier in the (laughs) night or like you know r.i.p dj nino he ain't dead forever in our hearts (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know you could do that or you can go outside on the beautiful turf back patio and like chill like you know there's like softer music going there's probably a lot of people out there but like you know it's not like everybody's like yeah like you can go outside and talk if you want yeah you go outside talk you can hang out chill it's it's cool having like both environments there's not a lot of bars have that yeah no yeah. doubt, and, that's, and that you guys can fence in the, the parking lot. Yeah, JP yeah. could be a part of our marketing team. I mean, like I was gonna say, I feel like this has just been like a, like a, sandals, a blue room, yeah. like a sandals commercial. But Brought to you by the Blue Room but in Statesboro. It's also the Blue Room. <laughs> Enjoy the beautiful turf patio. The Blue Room, lacquered on bars and non-sticky floors. The Blue Room. What is the prize I can win on Wheel of Fortune toilets? or something? Yeah, <laughs> William. When did you start booking? Just added snap. seven more too. There. Oh, yo! Let's go. Toilets are so important in bars, man. Dude, yeah. on Willie Nelson's rider, he requests a clean, never-before-used toilet installed really? in the green room. Amazing. What's on the neutral snap just rider for blue? Luck. Two we got two? unused bathrooms <laughs> yeah, just yeah. unveiled for artists. We're twice okay. as good as Willie Nelson. After that fried ice cream, absolutely. Oh my god. William, when did you start booking Neutral Snap? What was the first thing y'all did together? It's got to have been a couple years. So we were introduced, I think, back in 2017. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same week we were introduced, we I, I ended up being in Tuscaloosa when they were playing a gig mm-hmm. uh, at was Rounders. That, that was the one at wow. Rounders. Yeah. That was way I remember yeah. that, yeah. So I was, oh in, I was in Tuscaloosa. Uh-huh. You know, my other business is uh, producing Greek life events. Okay. Uh, okay. So I was in Tuscaloosa putting on an event and uh, were you ended up was that when you were up. with turnip blood that was yeah the brief stint when yeah I was, when you were yeah. working with them because i remember yeah. you worked with them for a minute but out of athens yeah. right turnip bloods in athens i think right? uh no i, I think, think they're out so. of tuscaloosa huh. are they no who knows who knows, Whatever. Who, knows? who cares anyways. Fuck those guys. who cares <laughs> uh, anyways you saw them at rounders saw them at rounders yeah, yeah I saw you at rounders and uh was was blown away man i mean like they're yeah. just killer and uh wildly entertaining and yeah. and just a perfect uh perfect demo for a college crowd particularly uh-huh. um and i mean i think we hit the ground running pretty hard and yeah just, i don't at that time i don't think y'all had played in georgia other than maybe no. a gig mm-hmm. or two i think i think the first show we did in statesboro was the sigma chi fraternity party, sigma chi fraternity yeah. party. which was <laughs> wild. wild uh but after that, I remember we played Barrel House one time. With Danger Muffin. With Danger Muffin. They were so yeah, good. They were really cool. Really? It was like folk music. It was yeah. like folk, like, folk music. They were all like It was like hard, yeah. It was pretty, <laughs> pretty cool, yeah. It, we, Probably we not the best pairing. Set list flow. You'd be surprised. We've, we've, we've been, I've been paired with, we've opened for the likes of. Soldier Boy, Aerosmith. Yeah. Uh, I've Not opened. Aerosmith. We've opened for uh, Cherub, Waka Flocka, yeah. Flocka, Flocka, uh, Slander, Afro Man, a couple of times. Afro Man, a couple times. Yeah. It's a cool guy. Uh, really cool, like him. Great guy. Yeah. Like, I love Afro Man. Yeah, we hung yeah. out in his car a bunch before Fred show. William, when did you start oh, Airbound? Um, so I started Airbound. Um, I started booking for a couple bands around the Statesboro area, uh-huh. 
end of 2013, beginning of 2014. Yeah. Um, I formed the Airbound LLC. <laughs> Get a little uh, <laughs> yeah. water ass. Um, Somebody's using a new bathroom. Stay hydrated. In October of 2014. Okay. Um, and that's when that's when I made the decision that this is what I want to do. Okay. And, um, what was the motive on that? You just like enjoyed putting on shows and like leading bands. Like, do you have? So, like, what was the, the the influence? I suppose. So I. I have a background in, in music. I mean, um, growing up, uh, you're looking at, at Hoover High School's uh -huh. most musical vocal Let's senior. senior uh, no way. Yeah, who's who? Come we've never heard uh, Dude, sing a song with Josh tonight. Come never on, been man. invited. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an open invitation. Are you kidding no, me? Grab that mic. When I, I don't want to be with you. <laughs> When I started producing events, that was the uh, that retired the the performance side. So, yeah. Uh, sure. But it, it, I think it's quoted in the yearbook that I had three goals in life: mm -hmm. um, one, to own a venue; um, Check. two, to own um, or I wanted to work in the music industry. Gotcha. Check. Uh, yeah, and then three before. was to own a recording studio. Oh, so okay. That's, that the, next? that's the long term. I mean, we're nice, in a recording nice. studio right now. You want to like? like I'm, I'm not sure that I. Still are you looking hold more at like goal, the though. label <laughs> side, or you just want to like own the equipment and like rent it out? I mean, this has been a couple of years. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was a high school kid's dream. No, I mean, you know, I. I think what was cool about the first several years of, of being in business was I wasn't really afraid of any aspect of the industry. So I really uh -huh. kind of dipped my feet into a lot of different, to you know, yeah, for sure. uh, realms. A and residency of the music industry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and I found what I, you know, what I thought that I was best at and what I liked doing the most. Yeah. Um, and that's producing shows and, and booking for venues. Um, you know, it's like, it never fails anytime, you know, there's just a, a raging concert yeah. or event or just a normal night at blue. Uh -huh. Um, just seeing how much fun people have yeah. and then like seeing a band crush it uh -huh. and then just make that connection with the crowd. Like yeah. it, that's, that's always what'll, that does what'll it. do it for me. You know? I love that. Um, it's like full circle from like booking from it. You know what yeah. I mean? Kind of. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you, 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 you facilitated. So he's many literally there times, from the you know start. I mean? Yeah. Like, that's all like, this is all, you know, no doubt what you've been doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's a, uh, you Big know, daddy, <laughs> I, I remember the first show that I put on in Statesboro, uh, like a true promoter show. Uh -huh. I, uh, I bought a show with David Nail, country artist. Uh -huh. um, and I didn't really know what I was doing. You know, I never promoted a show um, and had to bust, bust ass, uh -huh. you know, get to, to get it to a sellout. Yeah. Um, and we sold it out. And oh, <laughs> uh, we ended up selling it out. That's and, incredible. Um, you know, there, he had a few songs on the radio at the time. And, yeah. and that was like the first moment of seeing a crowd 
uh, you know, is like 650 people, um, uh-huh. you know, sing back every word of his song, Epic. you know, and it was just, uh-huh. uh, yeah, pretty, pretty surreal. Does it ever make you kind of like, I hate to say nervous, but like, do you ever get a little uneasy when you're, when you're promoting a big show and it's like, damn, we got to fucking put a thousand seat, we got a thousand tickets in here or something. Yes. It keep you up at night sometimes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I figure, man. Cause like. Even as a band, you know, you worry about that. I can't imagine, like, not even having to say in how good the band does, if that makes sense. Yeah. Does that make and, sense? And, I mean, I think over the duration of being in this industry, it's, it's like that's one of the biggest keys is learning what mm-hmm. works and what doesn't. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of like at the Blue Room, our typical night-in, night-out format while mm-hmm. school's in session um, is that – we have a band play with a DJ following after, uh-huh. but we don't try to charge a $15 ticket in advance. Yeah. You know, that's not our crowd. Gotcha. You know, people want to come in, they want to be entertained, they want to have a great time, uh-huh. but they're college kids and they're balling on a budget. Yeah. You know, for sure. I, I realized years ago that, you know, in order to do a hard ticket show for an artist, you know, buying a ticket in advance, uh-huh. you know, there has to be a reason for, for them to purchase that ticket. Yes. Either notoriety of the artist or, uh, you know, in today's summer jam event and, you know, the notoriety of a couple or, of acts, yeah. you know, that, uh, allow for a couple other acts to hop on the event and, yeah. you know, just kind of find finding the right balance. So how do you guys decide, I guess, so sometimes it's just free to get in, but most weekends have covers though, right? Is that kind yeah. of the, like the good middle between like, we don't want to force them to buy a ticket, but they should yeah. expect to pay a cover, right? For sure. I yeah. mean, it's a business at the end of the of course, day. Of course, of course, you know, um, we, we found with the Blue Room, you know, in most cases on a normal night, it doesn't really matter who's performing. Gotcha. So, like, we found at a point in time, we actually ran a couple weekends where we only had one band in two weekends in a row, and we did just about the same numbers really you know um but at the same time like we know that people around here long for live music yeah Yeah. you you know you see it when there's 600 people packed in front of the stage for a band that's never played the market basically you've got the blue room fans essentially like they're gonna come here for the blue room not necessarily for who's playing they just enjoy the action but the the people here you're right the people here are like itching for good live music oh yeah the first time we came it was it was an immediate yeah like immediate success no doubt and i and i found that like tm there are a handful of bands that have come in, um, and y'all are one of them, Neutral Snap's one of them, that pretty much had that instant connection with our crowd, uh-huh. um, and I feel like has only been building you know, up since then. Steadily, yeah. Um, but considering that the crowd is kind of built in, like, like you say, people are a fan of Blue and not the band per se if it's their first time playing, how do you go about picking who makes the cut? Because, like, they don't have anything to offer usually unless they're based in Statesboro and can pull their 100, right. 200, whatever, you know, friends. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's tough, like, because I've, I've made a, a ton of friends in this industry, you yeah. know, and there's that balance of, of course, I want to see all my friends do well and be successful, Absolutely. you know. Um, at the same time, you know, in terms of, you know, when I book 
bands for our regular nights at Blue Room. Uh-huh. Um, I also have a responsibility to my business partners yeah. and our team here that that uh, you know thrives off of how busy we are. Yeah, yeah. Um, Making their livings and everything. Yeah, so it's like there's just a, a balance there, you know, and and I've. I've worked with acts that are really good friends of mine that after yeah. a handful of plays, we just had to say like, yeah. it's just, this fit isn't really working out. Gotcha. You know, I'm, I'm happy to book y'all wherever it makes sense, uh-huh. you know, but this just is, I mean, it doesn't seem to be working out. Yeah. I mean, it's you know. gotta be. Yeah. Um, I, it's interesting to me, like which groups kind of register. Like, it seems like there's definitely been a great interest in like, Obviously, Snap, Highway 49, Granville, people like that that come in here and it's just like they're instantly in. You know what I mean? Like, yep. And you seem to take an interest in those kind of groups. What was it about maybe just those three in particular that you saw? It was like, all right, this could be something here. Is it just crowd reaction, bartender reaction, that kind of stuff? I mean, uh, a combination of of all the above, really. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, it... it first and foremost, we want our bands to come in and entertain our crowd, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, I think, you know, bands like Snap and Granville and Howie 49, um, they fit in a lot of different scenarios. Uh So in all the things that I'm kind of involved with, uh, those bands are just really great fits because I do a lot of college parties. Yeah. Um, So naturally, they're they're either already being requested Uh by college groups and I'm just kind of facilitating that or... Uh, the second that I pitch those acts, you know, it's instant like, oh shit, like, you yeah, know, these are when you, you pitch know. them to who, like the people that work here, uh, like owners. No, or? no, no, no. Like, wh- I'm speaking in terms of like when I pitch them for fraternity and sorority parties. Oh, I get what you mean. Okay, um, okay, okay. So, no, you're fine. You're fine. It um, in terms of you, you asked like, uh, I've kind of, uh, I don't know how you worded it, but like, no, you're fine take a liking to those three yeah take it like, like take an interest yeah take an interest yeah. yeah um but you know it's, it's, it's a combination of a lot of things i think yeah i guess it's hard to put your finger on per se but you just kind of know when you see it it's like all right that that makes sure. sense there and and there's like a loyalty in this business is very very hard to come by uh-huh. um and i think that for me, when I find people, and it doesn't matter if it's a band or another promoter uh-huh. or a venue owner, you know, in Alabama, uh-huh. um, when I find people that that you know that I know I'm loyal to, and then they're loyal in return, and uh, we try to help each other out in yeah. ways that we can, you know, naturally I just I continue to gravitate toward those acts or promoters or venues, and uh, try to you know work together, reciprocate. Yeah, we, we kind of talked about this earlier, just like the whole vibe here is like good with everybody, like the family thing that you guys are saying, JP. Like, you just want to work with your people, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, totally, yeah. 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 It makes it a lot easier. We also asked Al this, but like what, from seeing Snap the first time, which was, hmm. I think he said the third time, it, or the third date of Blue Room opened or whatever, uh, to now, like if, what, what kind of growth have you guys had together? Like, I know it's a technical question or whatever, but like, what's <laughs> yeah. it been like for you guys together on the, on the four-year ride? Um, I think it's been great. 
Yeah, it's been, yeah. It's been like, awesome. Yeah. Man. Well, I feel like uh, I've, you've definitely, you know, kind of helped us expand throughout Georgia. We've tried a bunch of different places. Some mm-hmm. most, you know, some places work like Barrel. Yeah. We have a great connection there. Yeah. Some places didn't. That spot in Tifton was a little strange. We had a good time. <laughs> we had a good time. Not saying it wasn't fun. It was just, you know, a lot of people were looking at us at the back of the bar like, what the we've, fuck are you doing? We've, here? We've kind of, we've kind of done. Does that boy have fingernail paint? Yeah. On his yeah. 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 Oh gosh. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, that comes with that comes with the territory yeah, of doing what I we're mean, doing where we're but there doing were also it. people at the front of the stage like play a day to remember and i'm just like hell yes like, yeah, it's we especially with will uh we have it, it's very cool that the relationship we, we've been able to foster with him be, just because like it's it's it, i feel like it's been so long you know what i mean and it's mm-hmm. and it's always it's always kind of been like oh bridwell's handling the show like we know it's gonna be yeah gonna we know be it's fun. gonna be taken care of um it's, it's there's a lot of like reliability uh-huh. when when we work together and it's and it's cool kind of being where we're from uh-huh. you know because like like the wildest thing about all of this is is that we are so not from here yeah, yeah. Very know, like so thing, not yeah. from here a hike from here um so it's so it's cool i mean i mean i've touched on this a bunch of times and it's still it's probably one of my coolest like my favorite parts about kind of where we are right now in this industry is that uh-huh. Is that we're able to go so far out of home and still kind of have these, these relationships with yeah. people that mm-hmm. you know seem like they're local. We're gonna, I'm gonna pivot right now because oh, I now good. have the platform to do so. Mm-hmm. Neutral seltzers. <laughs> Look at me in the eyes, so you know that I'm not joking around with you. Neutral seltzers. There is an opportunity here that you are just missing. Every single day, my phone is not ringing. Every single day my phone is not ringing is a day that you're wasting not having us on this brand with you. I'll change my name yeah. to fucking neutral with the dots on the U. And we the are the no cleanest whiteboard it. for your marketing campaign. Yeah. Right. I'm also going to like spray paint all of your billboards. I'm telling yeah. you that right now. All yeah. the neutral billboards, I'm spray painting snap I mean, underneath. they already you're got gonna, you drinking one on camera though. Seems like gonna, they're already a sponsor. See, look at this. You're, they don't need to pay you. Mm. You can't actually <laughs> drink alcohol on an ad for alcohol. Oh, really? That is a rule. Put it on your plate. If you ever watch beer it. commercials or yeah. whiskey commercials, they are never drinking. Oh, it. never noticed that. Never yeah, noticed. they're just holding yeah. it, having a good time. Interesting. Yep. Brittle, I have another question for you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just thinking, brainstorming here. If you have to run, feel free. I know you're a busy man. But I was wondering if you had a favorite show that you promoted here at Blue Room. Anything in particular? It's okay, you don't have to say us. Like this is completely. Just like a favorite overall, like all time. I've had a. Even a top three. I've had a. I've had a lot of uh, a lot of great great shows with Neutral Snap. That's for sure. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I think when you can bring in somebody that's that's like right there on the cusp of just being like a, a yeah. mega star uh-huh. it's uh it's pretty unique you know yes. um, y'all had luke combs here huh? so well, not Wade. here um uh, the two that stick out to me um in 2018 we had morgan wallen uh-huh. um that's pretty huge it was supposed right to be cusp. an outdoor show but six or seven days ahead of time mm-hmm. um there's like a hurricane coming on the coast oh, or man. something. It wasn't it wasn't like hitting us very bad, but rain was going to be hitting us, uh-huh. and we knew that like a week out, yeah. uh, which is very rare that you know that you're going to have bad weather. Unlike today, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we uh, we stopped ticket sales, made the decision with his team to stop ticket sales and move the show inside. Okay. Um, when we had 
990 tickets sold or something like that mm-hmm. already. Tapped wow. out. Um, so that show ended up happening inside, and um, the atmosphere Outlaw was country. just unfucking real. I, I, I bet. I bet yeah. that shit was. And, nice. I mean, like uh, Morgan and and I talked to you know uh, members of his team that day. Uh-huh. He was emo- he got emotional on stage during whiskey glasses he said that he had never heard a crowd uh sing his song you know like that he had never experienced that in his life so it's kind of like he was having one of those just like out of body experiences and uh i mean it was just unreal you know it's all 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 that i could say um you know that that show and then right after covid so i guess it was 12 months after kind of the lockdown and everything uh-huh. um uh, country artists were starting to work their way back into playing bigger shows yeah uh-huh. um but the bigger venues weren't open for business yet uh-huh. um and we were able to to bring in hardy yeah i've for, seen the videos of this yeah one. for crazy. two night for two shows back to back uh and they were inside so just those those intimate shows yeah. with acts that should not be played, yeah. venues the yeah. size. Um, you know, they could sell two, been, three thousand oh, and they're yeah, in a nine hundred sure. seater. It's like, yeah. wow, that's incredible. No doubt. Yeah. Um, you know, those those are those will definitely be shows that, that I remember, you know, forever. So Yeah, man. Love cool. that. Good answer though. Good answer. Yeah. Solid. Look at wide over here, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Morgan Wallen, look at me in the face. I'm better. <laughs> 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 oh man. well William what are you guys kind of working on now is kind of like the future I know you've taken a, a I think you're are you fully on the reins with Granville now are you booking all their stuff yeah yeah you, you I am Jake Kenny um, helping you a little bit or yeah uh, he's around here somewhere so uh, Jake's awesome man young young dude and just tearing it up absolutely um, talented yeah for sure very talented um, good kid too you know, uh, they're Dude, they're rock stars, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely I love the love what they're doing, and and um, you know, happy to be a part of their their team, and um, you know, for me, it's just continuing to promote shows, trying to build up uh, some some of those bigger branded, uh-huh. you know, uh, bigger shows like the Orlando show, yeah, um, yeah. stadium, you know, stuff. those like ten to twenty thousand cap type events um you know continue to keep the blue room um you know hopefully at the at the top of the list of of entertaining places for artists to come play um and then you know just uh see where it goes continuing to build the the greek life um, yeah, what is the Greek life scene stuff? back here? This is this is like one of the only towns we haven't done any Greek stuff. Is it like a like a huge thing here? Like it's some town that like runs the runs the place, it, like Tuscaloosa, I'd say. There's a there's a good Greek life culture yeah. at George Southern for sure. Uh-huh. Um, you you're know, you're good, brother. You good, man. It's uh. Sweet. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Oh, actually, here. We no, got, we got some. We got some here. Appreciate it, fella. What are we saying? Uh, Greek life, George Southern. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it's a. I think George Southern Greek life is 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 yeah. awesome, and and they're um, it's very, it's pretty popular here. Yeah. Um, 
you know, in terms of events and stuff, there's just not as high of a volume of okay. like artist based events as you'll find at like a, a UGA yeah, or Tuscaloosa uh, or, or something. Yeah. Um, so that's what I was they, wondering. They, you know, it, the bigger the chapter, the bigger the budget, uh-huh. the more, you know, more events that you can have, the bigger artists you can bring in. Um, Makes sense. So, you know, most organizations at Southern are, are kind of um, limited to more like one or two kind of bigger events uh-huh. a year. Yeah. Um, and they won't snap usually. And that's those are like the events that, yeah, we can bring in. Something you know, makes sense. Bring in action, bring in solid production, which I'm a big believer in for <laughs> you know, private the last, yeah. the last fraternity show we played here, they had the cold sparklers on stage. That was, yeah. that was Don't, super that was, cool. What is that? that, was that, was that? Like, uh, basically like sparkler, sparkle towers. Okay. Uh, it like shoots up sparkles, like they, probably about six feet, seven feet in the air. Six. Uh, it but it's not like... Well, I mean, it was hot, but it wasn't like, you know, you're no. going to catch on fire. If yeah. you no, they, they blow like cold. That's why they like, co- you, can put, yeah. you can put your hand on it. They blow cold. You put your hand on it. Oh, it really? looks like it's crazy. a fire. It's crazy. Like a fire shower, basically. Yeah. Going yeah. On. It's super cool. But it's yeah. but they're cold to the touch. Interesting. So, cold, you can cold, run them cold inside. Sparks. That's the oh, big shit. thing. with Yeah. Production production value to me is so important. Yes. 100%. And we have, you know, because we've been doing this for so long, we have been able to kind of. We have our own PA and like a, yeah. a full like production with like lights. We have a bunch yeah. of like, you know, pretty high end equipment too. Uh, we don't have a trailer right now. We kind of broke it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we can do that. And so like that's that was one of the big things that really got us on the road was that we were Having just all in one. Like, you know, when, when you book Neutral Snap, you're not booking, you know, the band and then production and yeah. then like, you know, all the other stuff. We're just like, all right. Give us a corner. Well, like, that's you know, the thing when you play, play when you when you're booked to play Blue and Barrow. It's like, all right, we got a badass sound system, badass lights, badass sound guys. Like this Shout is gonna be John. great. Shout out to John Class and running Shout John Blue. for Life sure has been incredible, no doubt. I mean, I think, and that's uh, a good one, sound guy can make a venue. When, that's the other thing too. Like you know, sometimes sure. we'll go and Rough. it's just like. They're like a, you know, a fucking stick in the mud. Like, you know, they, they're just life. like there, like they're angry at life. They don't want to be there. They're just doing it to like pass the time or whatever. And then sometimes you like we come here and they're like really passionate about the sound. They yeah. like want to make sure your mix is right. Like you're comfortable on stage. Like it sounds good out there. Like, you know, yeah, John here, Rob and Savannah. We Rob love rules. him. Yeah. Those yeah. are like it is such a like weight off of my shoulders and mind. Having John, you know, as our production manager at Blue Room and Rob and Savannah, like uh, knowing that um, that the production managers are going to set up a band for success uh-huh. and then it's up to the band. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's up right. to the band to, to follow through. Um, right. And we really, we like, really don't have anything to blame it on. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and he- Rob, Rob and John are so ingrained in the community, like especially in Savannah, Rob. Yeah, for sure. Is, he's the guy. Is is the guy. He's he's you know, we we're friends. Like John and I play Warzone together. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I love that John's also a Saints fan. John, <laughs> John is not a John is not a Saints fan. <laughs> William, I know we talked briefly about this one time, but you had talked about kind of getting bands like Granville to the point to where they could do Blue Room ticketed. Has there been any progress on that? Well, I guess today is ticketed, obviously, but like you know, like bands like that have have roots here like Granville Snap like is there a point to where it's like all right we could we could sell tickets for this cuz people buy tickets come see Snap or Granville whatever So I have uh, I mean 
I seriously, I think I could write a book like on on just like the ins and outs the of of like the the industry itself and strategy and whatnot. I, I mean, so it's a it's a very loaded question, but for sure, I'm I'm beginning to have the mindset that unless you're trying to do a tour like a sustained tour, whether it's just the southeast or just three states uh-huh. and do every show as a hard ticket show. Yeah. It's, it's very hard to make that transition just like one market at a time. Gotcha. It's yeah. also, I find it's um, very hard to do it being, you know, a single band. Like, you know, it's much easier to sell a show when it's like, you know, a lineup, you know, yeah, three like bands. if you're like, you know, for tonight, like, you know, we got sundown, we got Julia Gulia. Uh, Granville and then us like you know yeah, there, there's sure. people who would definitely you know like you could be like yeah I'd buy a ticket to go see for all sure. of that like for sure. but sometimes I'm not like putting down like any single bands because it happens to us too but like when it's just us like you know even if we play for three hours uh-huh. like you know it's 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 let there's I guess less being offered as opposed to like you know so, if it was us and like and, and to speak to that point like what Statesboro has has really not thrived in um, Uh is cultivating and developing local acts like sundown is one of the only bands in the last you know year and a half two years maybe even like since pre-covid that has shown like that dedication to wanting to do you Uh know do the music thing and (laughs) potential you know go hard yeah the potential like you know and want to try to grow and build and whatnot like and that's really important uh, you know when you're trying to do hard ticket shows yes you know i mean 90 percent of you know those touring bands they're trying to find that act in the market that can help you know yeah yeah, exactly so it's it's tough some of the uh the the culture around college towns that that I guess that that we've seen uh-huh. uh, from from, from up, playing get the fuck out of my podcast Caleb <laughs> I just got a piss bro <laughs> uh, but uh, all these all these bars kind of have have fostered a community of just being the spot yeah you know what I mean yeah uh, and that that has always been when when. Hard tickets are attached to something. It no longer becomes the vibe. It becomes an event that you have to go to. And what we have tried to do is be there. Yeah. You know? Be the vibe. Just chill. It's not that we don't want to pursue these hard ticket venues, Uh but we will have a better time, get better exposure, probably make better money by just being there and, and, and learning to adapt to the fact, and, and I mean, it's kind of like a, it's kind of a humility thing because, because like, yeah, dude, nobody, you know, nobody's going to buy hard tickets anymore, man. Uh-huh. No need. Like, you're not, you're not that guy. You know what I mean? Not like, we're not that guy. We're not going to come yeah. here and just be like, all right, here we are. Let's do hard tickets. We're yeah. not going to have a good show. But, yeah. but we're like, we're going to Maybe be, one day. I mean, we'll, we'll be, get to right. it. But like, right, you need a lineup. Even, well, even large touring acts always have three or four bands yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think there's t- two two things, two points that come to mind. Um, one, I think you're absolutely right about the culture of college towns and whatnot specifically. Um, 
I'll say that the driving factor in ticket sales mm-hmm. is content. You know, like if you right. if you are putting out content and and there's traction behind that content and you're uh-huh. getting those streams and you're getting those impressions uh-huh. that that you're more likely to result in selling hard tickets, right? That makes a lot of um, sense. when a song hits radio and it blows up, then people want to go see that artist yeah. at a show, right? Yeah. So that factor and then along with you know the I think the biggest mistake that I've seen bands make over the years, and, and I think you and I talked about this about Athens when yeah. we were talking about trying to do a show together up there. Absolutely. Um, you know, bands are so quick to oversaturate markets. Yes. Yeah. That there's, you're not going to be able to sell hard tickets if you're playing yeah. so frequently like that it's once not every special. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and also, you know, to go back to the initial question about you know Granville and snap and uh-huh. whatnot you know it's it's a hard decision to make to say okay like let's try the hard ticket route next time yeah. through well if if the guys just played tonight right, uh-huh. right. you'd want to wait at least eight months before trying to come in and sell a hard ticket exactly right? yeah uh and then a couple five six grand offers come through for private events yeah and it's really like it i'm a firm believer like if you're going to try a hard ticket show you need to stay out of the market right no exactly because because why pay a hard ticket when you when you can catch us at fred's we had that issue in baton rouge we played a hard ticket venue called the varsity all the time yeah uh, because we had just astonishing fred's numbers uh, and the varsity thought that would translate immediately but uh you know we sold we would sell like maybe 100 maybe 200 tickets uh but like it doesn't matter because, like, we were playing at Fred's four weeks later. Right. You know? So, and so why, why pay when you can come see her for free? Yeah, which exactly. I, which I totally get. Well, you and, know? and so to spin off that point, you know, we are busy on our own account at the Blue Room on, on weekend nights, right? Uh-huh. So if we're going to do a hard ticket show, um, even if it were to be a sellout show, <laughs> if we did it at our normal time, that we would normally have stuff going on. Yeah. It would hurt our normal night. Yeah, you do less because numbers. Because we, we thrive on turnover. Gotcha. We thrive on people coming in, uh-huh. drinking, having fun, leaving, but more people coming in right behind them. Yep. That makes so when much you sense. When you have, you're limited to your capacity when hard you do a hard ticket, ticket, right? That makes a lot of sense. So there's that factor. So what we have done in order to kind of play to the best of both worlds is that when we do a hard ticket show, it's an early, an early show. Okay. So anytime Hardy or Riley or any of these guys have come in here, uh-huh. it's been a doors at 6 p.m. Really? The support act wow. starts at 7, and the headliner is on at 8 o'clock. Wow. So well, that's, that, I find that's what happens with a lot of hard ticket venues, too, is the shows are generally earlier, no and doubt. typically yeah. the bands yeah. will be over by 11. Right, because yeah. people are mm-hmm. coming to see... Yeah, they're going to see the show. Yeah, so they're going to be there whenever you tell them to be there because they want to see those acts, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, So that's like, you know, the thought process behind that, and that actually allows us to typically probably even get a bigger turnover, yeah, Uh because we're able to knock out the ticketed show, be done by the time that we're starting to get busy, anyways, Mm -hmm. and then we get kind of our normal pop and whatnot after that. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Interesting. Good. And how do those, sh- those shows usually do pretty well for y'all? Like when bands like Vagabonds or somebody comes through like the mid-tier, like not national or anything. How the do those usually do? And like uh, stews and stuff like that. You know, the, we haven't done a ton of the mid-tiers, to be honest. Yeah. Um, just because it, it typically does not 
make a ton of sense to, to do it. Gotcha. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, for life, we've had some, some radio artists uh-huh. only sell 150 to 200 tickets. I'm yeah, not throwing any names out there. Yeah. Um, you know, and then like the Vegabonds, they, you know, they had a, it was the Vegabonds with the Stu supporting and, uh-huh. and they had a, a, I mean, it was a Thursday night. It was, it was solid, you yeah. know, 500 people, Love something like that, it. 500 tickets. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, good. especially yeah. on a Thursday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the, so the Stu's are going to come back, uh, Thursday, September 1st, or, um, uh, this fall and, right. and uh, try a headlining are they hard try ticket. Yeah. Love to hear that. I'm so excited about that. That's really the process in my You're mind. You're talking to, okay, we have microphones. Yeah. You're good. Y'all are good. Y'all can, like, like, please do business as usual. <laughs> yeah. William's on the phone. Hold on. William, need to run, man? Podcast. I am about in a minute. Yeah, we got doors in 15. Um, oh, yeah. We should. There's doors in 15? So... It's, it's 4.45, yeah, we, we've been <laughs> casting pretty hard, dude. He's we like, probably yeah, I'll just got 15 minutes, 15, been, 20 minutes of your time. We've been an hour and a half, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for stopping yeah. by, William. I appreciate that, man. I, I appreciate you coming and talking <laughs> yeah, to us, Yeah, thanks for having me, I enjoyed man. it, man. Appreciate it was interesting. You. All right, we're going to close it out now. Thanks Dude, to Snap I, as well. Dude, I love doing these appreciate so much, it, man. man. And it's so yes. it's yeah. so fun that you do this. And yeah. you are so good at it. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Like, you that. are so easy to talk to, man. I really enjoy and, it. And you really yeah. do your research. And Thank it's, you, man. it literally is so much fun. I appreciate that, dude. Thank you all for always podcast. being down, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Always. We love talking. Yeah. I'm glad William and Al, everybody get in here. It's great, yeah. dude. I think it's going to be a fantastic one. It's like a little one. neutral snapping friends. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, we're about yeah. to get these sundown guys in a minute. Get them. Yeah, well, shit. What time do y'all start at? Yeah. What time, what time do y'all start? Six? Shit, we better call it quick. All right, fellas. Thank y'all so much. Of course. Say bye to the, cam- neutral wave snap the camera. On all socials, man. Look at me in the neutral. face. Neutral. Look at me in neutral. the face. Neutral. I'm looking at you. You better look at me. We're better. Neutral. <laughs> We're better. We're better. Neutral seltzer slash Talk snap. more shit about bands. Talk <laughs> shit. Talk your shit, dog. Just back it up. But talk your shit. <laughs> I, I am fans of so many bands, and I talk shit about them every day because I love day. them so much, and I want them to be better. Be better. I'm better. Be better. <laughs> Iconic. Bye. Says